Hello and welcome to Voice of Restoration, a broadcast outreach of the Christian Brethren Church, bringing you Bible-based teachings from author and Bible teacher, Pastor Afolabi Oladeli. Mid servants, male servants, hired workers, hired workers and temporary residents, tem and, and foreigners. foreigners. That was God's way of reaching out to those who don't have. God's ways of reaching out to those who don't have. Now, you can see that against the setting of our society today. Yeah. Me, myself, and I. and I. Me, myself, and I. The principles of justice in the presence of God don't allow for that. Yeah. God set that as a pattern for man to learn from. Go on, yeah. please. Your livestock and the wild animals in your land will mm -hmm. also be allowed to eat what the land produces. Mm -hmm. In addition, you must count off seven Sabbath years. Now, it transits to something else now. Mm. The first one is the Sabbath of the land that it calls seven, six months for six years and then the seventh year. Mm. Now it introduces something else. Go on. You must count off seven Sabbath years, mm. seven sets of seven years, mm. adding up to 49 years in all. Mm. Then, on the Day of Atonement in the 50th year, Blow the ram's horn loud and long throughout the land. Mm -hmm. Set this year apart as holy, a time to proclaim freedom throughout the land a for time all to proclaim freedom throughout the land for all who live there. For all who live there. Now there are certain things. Go on, please. It will be a jubilee year for you mm -hmm. when each of you may return to the land that belonged to your ancestors if, and return to your own if clan. the land that belongs to your ancestors because of debt has been transferred to somebody else, it comes back to you. Mm. After those seven sabbatical years, uh, roughly 49 years, go on. The 50th year will be a jubilee for you. Mm -hmm. During that year, you must not plant your fields or store away any of the crops that grow on their own. Okay. And don't gather the grapes from okay. your unpruned vines. Okay. It will be a jubilee year for you, yes. and you must keep it holy. Mm -hmm. But you may eat whatever the land produces mm -hmm. on its own. Mm -hmm. If in the year of Jubilee, each of you may return to the land that belonged to your ancestors, mm. when you make an agreement with your neighbor to buy or sell property, you must not take advantage of each other. Mm. When you buy land from your neighbor, the price you pay must be based on the number of years since the last Jubilee. Now, I, I, I will be interjecting here because... You will see God also setting up the principles of valuation. Mm -hmm. So you have a company and so on, and what is it worth? Mm -hmm. It is tied to the unexpired portion of the Jubilee mm -hmm. by which you set your price. Mm -hmm. So four things are very clear. Number one, whether it's the seven-year uh, Jubilee that you are talking about or the 49 sabbatical years that you are talking about, certain principles are sacrosanct that you cannot change. Mm -hmm. First of all, you will open up your whatever it is, your production, whatever it is, and so on and so forth. In that seventh year, or in that year of Jubilee, the fifth year, mm. year it becomes common ownership. Mm. If anybody has been in one bondage or the other, the man is set free. Set free. Because God did not appoint that people should be in servitude forever. Mm. But you know what? Go and owe a bank some money now. 
<laughs> and say, well, God talks about, about Jubilee at the end of seven years or at the end of 49 years. Mm. You can write off my debt. They probably will throw you in the jail. <laughs> and that's the issue. That's the issue. When men reject God's basic principles of governance when it comes to financial systems and how to deal with the poor, how to deal with those who are borrowing, it is saying, God, I don't want anything to do with your system. Mm. You set yourself up for judgment. Mm. You set yourself up for judgment. Let's go on. In addition, you must count off seven years, seven sets of seven years, adding up 49. Mm -hmm. Verse 10. Set this year apart as holy, mm -hmm. a time to proclaim freedom mm -hmm. throughout the land for all who live there. Mm -hmm. It will be a jubilee year for you, mm -hmm. When each of you may return to the land that belonged to your ancestors and return to your own clan, mm -hmm. this 50th year will be a jubilee for you. Mm -hmm. During that year, you must not plant your fields or store away any of the crops that grow on their own and don't gather the grapes. It will be a jubilee for year for you and you must keep it holy, but you may eat whatever the land produces on its own. In the year of jubilee, each of you may return to the land that belonged to your ancestors when you make an agreement with your neighbors to buy or sell property, you must not take advantage of each other. When you buy lands from your neighbor, the price you pay must be based on the number of years since the last jubilee. The seller must set the price by taking into account the number of years remaining until the next year of jubilee. The more years until the next jubilee, the higher the price. The fewer years, the lower the price. After all, the person selling the land is actually selling you a certain number of harvests. Mm -hmm. Show your fear of God by not taking advantage of each other. Show your fear of God by not taking the... I wanted to... All of these things, I wanted to note them. I talked about the fact that whatever it is that you have in that year of Jubilee is common ownership. It doesn't belong to you alone. I've shown you that the principle of valuation and price discovery is tied to the unexpired period of, 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 of the next jubilee. Tied to that is the fact that price discovery and valuation, you must not cheat anybody. Yeah. And I have, been, I have been in the financial world for quite a bit of time yeah. before, before I put my pen down. Um, where are all these things being respected? Hmm. In fact, what happens is that typically, and that's why someone like me, I don't rush into when they say IPO, IPO, no matter how great you are as a company, just give it a couple of months, that price will fall. Hmm. Those who went there, who rushed there, they are the ones who are going to be at the bronze. They, whether, it is, whether it is cheating, deliberate, or whatever, but that has been the cycle. Hmm. That has been the cycle. That's the way it has been. So people need to just understand that inherent in this world system is a defilement of the principles that God has set down. And nobody defiles the principle that gets set down and does not expect his judgment. Go on, please. I am the Lord your God. Mm -hmm. If you want to live securely in the land, oh. follow my decrees oh. and obey my regulations. Oh. Then the land will yield large crops and you will eat your fill and live securely in it. Mm. But you might ask, 
what will we eat during the seventh year? Now, this had been the point of contention for me at the time that all of these things were taught me by the Spirit of the Lord. I said, well, so if we know this, how do, how do you communicate this to people? Mm. What If you see trouble coming and you don't know how to let people know the way to respond, why do you want to talk about those things? Mm. And it was here that I began to understand. Because... Uh, as we will see later, I said to you that there is a three-year cycle that is associated to this judgment that God is speaking about. And if we miss that, we will not be able to determine how long this financial drought or financial problems are But what's more important for me is how should the people of God react mm. during that period. Mm. It is there that I found the answer to it. Mm. Because the people of Israel asked him, said, okay God, we hear you. Mm. How are we going to survive? Mm. If you say at the 50th year, we should not plant, we should not do anything, mm. what, what are we going to do? And mm. God provided an answer here. So what will we eat during the seventh year, since we are not allowed to plant or harvest crops that year? Mm -hmm. Be assured that I will send my blessing for you Amen. in the sixth year, mm -hmm. so the land will produce a crop mm -hmm. large enough for three years. Large enough for three years. Why three years? Because in the seventh year, you are not going to be planting or doing anything. In the eighth year that you plant, you, are, you can't harvest in that eighth year. It mm. is the third year. That cycle of three years is not negotiable. It's wow. locked in the scriptures. And that in the same way as it applies for those who obey God's principles of economy, it also applies in the punishment for those who refuse to obey those principles. Mm. That's why when you have all these issues of economic depression or stock market crash and so on and so forth that are tied to these sabbatical years, hear me, that are tied to these sabbatical years, it is not a one-year issue. Mm. It's a three-year spell at the minimum. Mm. And thanks be to God. Thanks be to God for every child of God that is obedient to God. God is saying, don't worry. Another, a respected anointed servant of God said, when you get to that period, then store as much as you can, but above all, store your faith. Mm. And that's my answer to many of us because mm. we can't, I don't know how much you want to store mm. now. I don't know mm. how much money you want to take aside and so on. Mm. The most important thing is your faith in the living God is ability to provide for Amen. you. Absolutely crucial. Amen. When you sow in obedience to the kingdom of heaven, I'm not asking for tithe, that's not what I mean, so that you don't misunderstand me. That it's, this has nothing to do with tithing. It's simply saying, respect the principles of the kingdom of God, the principles of the economy that God has set in motion. You will see God working on your part to be sure that you can carry through that period, Amen. that three-year period. I've said it about three times now. For those who are wondering, is this a blip or is this not a blip? I say to you, it's not a blip because this one that is happening is tied to a sabbatical along the lines that God has spoken to. Mm -hmm. So, if you are looking for um, an economic thing that is going to just uh, blow away, think twice. Mm -hmm. I've shown you certain things in the Word of God that are not open to people. Mm -hmm. Go on, please. When you plant your fields in the eighth year, mm -hmm. you will still be eating from the large crop of the sixth year. Mm -hmm. In fact, 
you will still be eating from that large crop when the new crop is harvested in the ninth year. So there's a cycle of three years for those who obey what God is saying. Mm -hmm. Now you might want to challenge me. How can you talk and apply to this? Mm -hmm. You will recall something that Jesus began to speak in a, a, a prophecy first of all spoke by the mouth of Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 61 when he was beginning to talk about the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Mm -hmm. For he has anointed me to preach the good, the good tidings to the poor. Just let's get it, because it's important. It is crucial because the same principles that the Lord then came to show when he came to die for my sins, I took off from these same principles of the acceptable year of the Lord or this sabbatical year that we have spoken to. Isaiah 61, verse 2. We are building a bridge here for you to see the transition between the secular and the spiritual. And for you to be able to see that the way you breach the spiritual and it brings its own punishment, when you breach the secular, it also comes with its own punishment. Yes, Isaiah, Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. Yes. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Yes. To proclaim, proclaim liberty to the captives. Yes. And the opening of the prison to those who are bound, mm -hmm. to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. The King James says to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Lord. Now, when it goes, that scripture goes for that, it doesn't finish there. And the day of vengeance of our God. Right after that acceptable year of the Lord, it speaks about the, venge the year of vengeance of the Lord. But to if you fast forward now to Luke chapter number 4, Luke chapter number 4, and see what is it that the Lord then said in verse 19, verse 18 or verse 19, go on. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, yes, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. Mm -hmm. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives mm -hmm. and recovering of sight to the blind, mm -hmm. to set at liberty those who are oppressed, mm -hmm. to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he closed, he took the book and he closed it. So you can see that when you compare this Luke 6, Luke, sorry, Luke, number, Luke chapter number 4, four. with um, Isaiah, Isaiah 61, there is a cutoff time. When Jesus came, he said, I came to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Mm. Every Jew that was on the street at that time understood that he was speaking about that sabbatical. Mm. When God says, oh, you who has oh. been in bondage, you are free, and so on and so forth. Hmm. So on the spiritual side, Jesus was saying, I came to set you free from your obligations of sin. Hmm. And that's why he said in John 3.16, hmm. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that them who believe that they might be saved. So on one hand, Jesus was showing us the spiritual principle that came to apply to me as a mm. Gentile, mm. that he has written my sins, mm. he has forgiven my sins, Amen. and I can now enter into the liberty as I walk in his word. Amen. Now I say to you that the acceptable year of the Lord is still prevailing till today. Amen. Because that time of judgment that we missed out in mm. what was spoken in Isaiah 61 has not come. But as the time when that year 
acceptable year of the Lord is over, boom, the cycle that is coming is a cycle of judgment. Listen to me, my dear friend. All that is happening today, God is setting signals to us, not just in terms of the fact that the time is closing for the Gentile church in terms of accepting Christ, that the time of administration of his justice is getting off of his of, of, of giving that benefit of life eternal in Christ Jesus is about to end. Mm. But it is also true in the secular that just as it is that he that believeth not the Son is condemned already. Mm. This freedom that God gives you, you can reject it. Mm. This instruction that God gave about you obeying the sabbatical, yes, you can choose not to obey. And therefore, you will fall prey to the judgment that comes for those who refuse to obey the principles that God has set for the economies of the world. And that's where the world is in trouble. The nations of the world, no nation of the world today, except Israel, and Israel, in fact, only in the last five, six years, began to obey this sabbatical year again. Only in the five, six years that they begin, so you can understand why God is returning to them in full force. Mm. In as much as they have brought themselves back to be obedient to the principles that God set for running the economies of the world. Now, that's a mouthful. But I pray that you have understood me. These things are there in the scriptures that you also can see. You can see the interplay of the spiritual and the secular. And how God is making us to understand in these latter times why of necessity the systems of this world must be judged. Why of necessity the systems of this world must be judged. And unfortunately, the marker of wealth, the marker or the measure of wealth is always in the stock market. Um, one of my daughters, uh, one of your own, uh, was reflecting to me while I was ministering in Ibadan um, a few days ago, said the richest, the, most, the richest man in Africa lost about 249 billion naira over, the, over a, week, a one week period in the crash of the stock, stock market, market in Nigeria. Wow. Who can bear that? Now, if you go back seven years, uh, about 2007, about 13 years ago, many people borrowed money because they saw the market, stock market was worrying. Mm -hmm. And when the stock market crashed, they had no wherewithal to be able to pay their debts. Many committed suicide. Many lost so many things. So the, the key marker by which God judges the nations of the world today is tied to what goes on in the stock market. And what you are seeing today, first of all, because the people refuse to accept God's system for the economies of the world, because the people refuse to turn at liberty and be fair and equitable to the poor, God of necessity will judge them. Mm. Now, um, it's important, particularly as we look at the affairs of our nation, the impact of what has gone on, on the crude oil price, you find that everybody is jittery now. Because now that the crude oil prices have crashed, the money coming into the government is going to be reduced. The full impact of this you are not going to be seeing until about June, when they are dividing money among the states. Mm. God help those states, whether they will be able to pay salaries. We are not scaremongers, but it's the truth. You've seen it. That's mm. gone. 
But the point I'm drawing attention to, only those who return to God are the ones who are going to be able to carry through. Painful days are ahead, as you've read it from the rulers of the nation. But for those who belong to God, who will run under the wings of the shadow of the Almighty, who will put their absolute trust and dependence upon Him, they have a chance. Now, that's a mouthful in one and quite technical. And I would love for you to take this chapter, 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 Leviticus chapter 25. We will continue from there because there are certain things that are tied to all the things that I've spoken here in terms of the sabbatical cycle that God spoke to that have a bearing on where we are in time in terms of what God is doing. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time on another episode of Voice of Restoration. If you want further information on today's episode, please call 0803-3628-796 or visit us online at tcbc.org.ng.